Hi, and welcome to the Get Richer Teacher podcast. My name is Ola, and I'll be your guide and mentor on your way to a profitable, sustainable, but most importantly, enjoyable language education business. And why would you care to do that, to build a business like that? Because there's literally no other way. The language education market is in a bizarre state. Companies making millions in profit, yet paying teachers peanuts. Native speakerism is still way too powerful. And finally, the students are bored of the same old formats and messaging telling them to speak like a native. I'm here to shake things up, to educate and motivate a community of teachers who have the courage to build businesses and teach the language on their own terms, both solo or in their own language schools, and have a positive impact on their students and the world because teachers are superheroes. Let's claim it today. If you're a language teacher who wants to make a really good income, but also still enjoy what you do and make it sustainable, then this episode is definitely for you. Because today I'm going to share what business model is going to help you achieve that. My name is Ola and I'm a business coach helping language teachers build profitable, sustainable and enjoyable teaching businesses. So as I promised in the little intro, today we're talking about business models and um, it's probably not a secret that I do have my favorite business model that I just seen work for so many teachers. So remember, I'm not that kind of person who would tell you, hey, this worked for me, so just copy it. My business, my personal business model is quite similar to what I teach, but it's only I'm only saying that it works based on what I've seen my clients do. So it does contribute to their profitability, sustainability, and enjoyment, which are like the three most important elements for me in building a business. So before I even tell you about the business models, I want to explain why those three elements are so crucial and why people genuinely don't think about them. Um... So let's start with profitability. There is a lot of talk online about charging your worth and making six figures or like talking about money, but without this substance, without the actual goal that's behind making all that money. Well, as far as I know, teachers who come and work with me, they do have some deeper goals than just making money for the sake of making money. And it's, by the way, just like your students, your students don't learn the language for the sake of learning the language, but they do it because they have some sort of a deeper reason there. So profitability is really important. It's not making money as much money as you want. It's actually sitting down and thinking, okay, how much do I need my business to bring in so that I can enjoy my life? so that I can pay for all the expenses, whatever it is, software, premises, if you have a brick and mortar business, I don't know, people that you hire, whatever, Um, a a virtual assistant, um, and then to pay for things that you have in your life, your needs and wants. So you will need to figure out that number. For me, it's not making a million for the sake of making a million. I actually have a very specific number When I recently shared it with one of my mentors, she was like, oh, that's very specific. And I'm like, yeah, because I know exactly how much I need monthly to cover the basics and to allow for my family to live a good life, to save some money. 
and it might change in the future, but I really encourage you to think about that kind of number and a very specific one yourself. Don't worry that it sounds a little, at the beginning, it would sound or feel a little bit like a dream, especially if you're only just beginning. If you don't have a number, then it's going to be hard to reach it. And remember, goals are not to be uh, reached. They are actually only the direction um, at which we're kind of aiming. So profitability is number one. Because a business that makes revenue but doesn't make profit is not really uh, feasible, right? Um, And a lot of people brag online about making tons of money but we don't really know. And usually those people don't share if the businesses make profit. My business makes about 60%, maybe sometimes 50% of profit. And I feel like that's so much better than so many people who brag online about big numbers. For example, um, I spent quite a lot on um, support, coaching and things like that. So perhaps the profit margins could be even higher but I really, really see the value in investing in my business growth. So profitability is one. Sustainability is another thing. So you probably hear tons of advice on you need to jump on trends. The goal in business was just to grow it, grow it exponentially without like any other things being taken into account, such as the fact that we have families, we've got life. Like I've recently had this realization that so many of my clients, so many people that I attract are expats. I don't know if you identify with the word expat, but you know, you don't live in a country where you were born. You are either traveling a lot, maybe doing a little bit of digital nomading. But like, if you don't grow your business sustainably, then you don't have time to enjoy any of that. Enjoy your family, your friends, or the pr- place where you live. So to me, sustainability in business is the way of running it, the way of running your daily tasks or doing your daily tasks, doing your, like approaching your sales, your marketing in a way that not only feels good, because that's also an important element, but also that allows you to live your life. So if you currently feel burnt out by the advice to do more and more and more and more, maybe it's not sustainable. Maybe it's not advice for you. And let's be honest, tons of advice online is very masculine, I would say. And it's still very much given by, I'm not saying only by males, but by people who don't have to worry about things happening in life because they have enough childcare or maybe they don't have kids at all. They have, like, you know, family to um, rely on or whatever. They have different life circumstances that allow them to spend all the hours in the world on building their business. If you don't have that time because you've got um, certain, you know, responsibilities, then why would you wish for your life to be more comfortable so that you can focus on your business? I would rather build a business that fit nicely around my life. I think it's a much more sustainable approach. And point number three is enjoyment. Like, Again, jumping on trends, making as much money just for the sake of making money is not really enjoyable. Like you can set goals and you can be very ambitious about those goals. And those goals could be even making tons of money. Like absolutely, there is nothing wrong with that. But as long as it's enjoyable for you, as long as you're not following what everybody else is doing. So you need to be asking yourself, 
what enjoyment means for you. And another element of that is that when I meet teachers, most of them are usually actually not interested in completely quitting teaching. They don't want to become influencers who just post, um, you know, language content on social media and stuff like that. They actually want to still be in touch with their student. And there's nothing wrong with that. If that brings you joy, it should be part of your business, part of your, part of how you run things, uh, for yourself. So those three elements have always been like a priority for me. And I personally think that there are some business models that allow you to lean into all of them more and some of them are less helpful. So I'm going to start with the one-to-one teaching model, which is what a lot of freelance teachers do at the beginning. Um, Again, nothing wrong with it. But the thing that you need to understand is that with one-to-ones, there is a ceiling. You cannot make your business really profitable without working more hours. And there are only some, a, a certain amount of hours within a week. So there will always be a cap. No matter how much you raise your prices, there's all, there will always be a cap. Okay. So. Profitability is problematic with one-to-ones and sustainability as well. Because to be honest, I cannot imagine working for more than 20, and I've said that so many times, more than 20 hours a week um, without burning out at some point. Maybe for you it's dip- less, maybe for you it's even more. Whatever that is, I don't think you can do it for a prolonged amount of time without burning out. So there, w- there will be an element of um, that at some point as well, that you will need to look into, okay, can I actually be doing that or is it not serving me anymore? So burnout is one thing, but there is also another thing where what if you want to go on holiday? What if you're sick? Most one-to-one teachers, freelance teachers, they panic at those times. So what that means is that their businesses are not really sustainable. They do not generate income when they are not working. And a good business should be generating at least basic income when you're not working because you need to be covered for the times when you can't work because you can't work all the time. That's, that's just the truth, the reality. So one-to-ones are a little bit tricky. I understand that the enjoyment element is the thing that probably keeps people stuck for the longest because a lot of people just like teaching one-to-ones, but you need to be thinking about the other things as well. The next one is um, digital products. So a lot of people, and I think I jumped on that trend as well, a lot of people think that, okay, I'm teaching one-to-one. In order to make that extra income, as I just said, to make money while I'm not working, I'm just going to introduce some digital product. Most people don't realize that a jump from one-to-ones to digital products is actually massive. In order to be successful in generating a substantial, substantial amount of income from digital products, you need to sell them at a volume, not sell a few, because that won't give you the sustainable income. So digital products or anything, like obviously you can sell more expensive things. Absolutely. But I see digital products as things from anywhere from 10 to, I would say, 200 euros, pounds, 
uh, maybe in Zloty, it would be, let's say, up to 500, but that's already expensive. That's already quite expensive. So let's say it's, it's a little bit less, maybe up to 200. So in order to make income that matters in your budget, in your, in your, in your monthly revenue, you would need to sell tons of those, which means you need a massive audience, which means you need to do tons of work to start to, to make it even happen. So I would say that it's a mistake to go from one-to-ones to digital products. Um, if you don't have an audience, if you are not prepared to do the work to grow your audience, and if you want to just use the passive income or passive, passive products, digital products as in, um, as something that will supplement the income that you're making. I would reconsider. So I'm not demonizing uh, digital products and passive income at all, but I think there is a bit of time to introduce them, okay? Not going from one-to-ones to digital products because that's a bit tricky. It's something that a lot of people don't realize and a lot of, and I think I did that too, apologies. Um, a lot of people sell you the dream that if you are a burnt out one-to-one teacher, or if you don't want to work all the hours, which a lot of people already realize that they don't want to work all the hours, just start selling passive product. But the journey from starting to grow, to build your passive products, to actually being able to swap some of the income that you're now making from one-to-ones uh, with the income made from digital products is super long. It's actually much more complex than a lot of people realize. Um, so yeah, these are my thoughts on digital products. Number three, something that comes to mind because a lot of teachers are usually very, very attracted to the idea is memberships. Memberships are fantastic. Like they tick all the boxes for teachers because, uh, there is the community aspect. You, you're helping a lot of people at the same time. They are low ticket. So they are, they usually cost quite, um, not a lot. So it's, for some teachers, it might be easier to sell because they are not, like a lot of, for a lot of teachers, there is this kind of fear or, um, or some sort of a barrier that when something starts costing more, it's harder to sell. I personally don't think that's the case. And I think I'll be doing much more sales training in the future. But the thing is that it's true that memberships could take a lot of boxes, could be very appealing to a teacher who is really, really into, um, into helping tons of people, uh, at the same time. And again, the low cost and everything. And it's like, oh, I've got the materials anyways. I could share it with more people. <clears throat> and I think there is some truth to that. But again, in order to be able to make a substantial amount of money from memberships, you need a massive audience. If also I ran a membership, and I'm not saying it wasn't successful. It was for some time, but it did um, contribute to burnout. It was very hard to manage. So the way I imagine you, dear listener, is that you are somewhere in between teaching one-to-ones. Maybe you've tried groups. Maybe like you've tried a few different things. But what I imagine is that you don't have a massive, massive, massive audience that you are still probably struggling a little bit with 
um, posting consistently, um, that you still kind of have like feast and famine cycles of, oh, one month is good. The other month is a little bit worse. Like you don't know. It's, it's a little bit unpredictable. And I think in that case, going into the membership model is going to be tricky. Again, there is a similarity between digital products and memberships. You will need a big audience to make a substantial amount of money from uh, a membership. And number two, I personally think that memberships need to be designed extremely well for people not to drop out. And usually from what I've seen, they are not. So people will be dropping like flies. After a month, two or three, they will just say, yeah, there's tons of materials here. There's tons of videos I could watch, but I'm actually not making progress. So I understand that very often people just see products in business through the prism of will it sell? And from that perspective, memberships are great because they will sell, right? Like there is, there is lots to love about the membership, but the design inside is actually very tricky because let's be honest, nobody makes meaningful progress by watching videos. Nobody makes significant uh, progress by just consuming the language. So in order for people to actually be able to make progress, they need to practice. But if they need to practice, then that means the teacher is needed there. So if the teacher is needed there, then you cannot charge as much as you're charging for a classic membership, which is anywhere from 20 to 50 pounds, dollars, um, euros, and an equivalent in Zlotian other um, currencies. So if you add the teaching element, if you add the contact kind of hours, then you're shooting yourself in the foot. So again, it's, in order for a membership to be profitable, you need to sell it to lots of people. In order for it to be sustainable, well, I don't know how to make it sustainable, to be honest, without uh, hiring a team. It is possible to make it uh, sustainable in a way that you just design the content and the learner's kind of, you know, journey in such a way that they're making progress. So the churn churn is basically people dropping out and you having to look for new people so that you're making the same recurring revenue, basically. Um, but it's hard. It's just hard. It's not the most easy, straightforward thing to do. And I would not recommend it to people who don't have big audiences. It can be enjoyable, for sure. It can be enjoyable. But again, I've seen way too many people burn uh, from that type of model. So I would reconsider if a membership is going to be your first kind of thing, moving from one to ones, then I would recommend, I would um, discourage you from that. We can have a chat about that if you like. I offer power hours from time to time. If you're interested, feel free to reach out um, because business models is something that I genuinely help people with. And it's something that I'm super passionate about because again, it's all within that kind of premise of your business needs to work for you. Your business needs to be something that not only like kind of 
works. It also need to, needs to work for you and your students. So if you're a passionate teacher who wants to help people make progress and reach their goals that are really meaningful to them in their life, I think, again, there are better models who, that can achieve that. And this is where I arrive at my favorite model. It's the group program model. I absolutely love it. And there are so many benefits. Honestly, I will be selling this model to you as a, as a concept um, because I've seen it work in so many beautiful ways. So how does it work for profitability? When you build a beautiful group program that has a very unique outcome that is time-bound um, and that is like kind of an answer to already existing people needs doesn't help people to jump from A1 to A2 because that's not, that's, that's quite a shallow goal. We need to go deeper. Uh, then it means that you can charge more for it because people are willing to pay more for specific tangible results. And you automatically make so much more per hour while working less that it's like profitability and sustainability are probably the strongest elements here. So literally, I've seen people go from teaching 25 hours a week of one-to-one classes to teaching three groups a week, which means, I don't know, an hour or an hour and a half per group. So what, what is it? Four and a half hours and make twice as much money. It's insanely um, effective. I understand it may not be for everybody, but again, from what I know, and as far as I know teachers, and I think I've got to know them quite well, um, I also think like a teacher, I actually like the human contact. I love being with those people. And there are, there's always room for adapting the group courses so that they work um, with your strengths as well. So it doesn't have to be like massive groups of people, which is, by the way, what the memberships are. It can be a group of four that's already probably more profitable and more sustainable than one-to-ones, right? If you allow for a group that is perhaps 10 of 10, that's like, imagine the, the calculations, the money that you could be making. So it, it just makes it complete no-brainer. At the same time, because you're working less, because you only need to do whatever, three, four classes, um, uh, uh, deliver three classes uh, a week, let's say, You've got all the time in the world to make it better, to create content. So I know that not everybody wants to become a content creator, but at the same time, for the business to be sustainable, we need to be doing something, right? For me, it's very often the bare minimum is just writing emails, um, having my blog, having the podcast. The podcast is really a priority. Um, so suddenly you've got all the time to do that. So I have one client who started working with me about in 2022, I think. And again, she was extremely like how it working. She works for, for about 30 hours, combined um, one-to-one teaching in her freelance business, uh, teaching at university, like lots of different streams of income, which is actually quite entrepreneurial, I think. But it was exhausting. And now, two years in, she... At first, I remember her goal was to uh, not work Fridays. Now it's not working Fridays and Thursdays. She actually only delivers on two days and one day is for like all marketing in her business. Like it feels 
weird, Great. but it's actually a beautiful, fantastic um, success story. Because to me, it's not about the money. It's not about making as much as possible from those courses. It's about you having a business that allows you to enjoy life like this. So imagine, so you have to be asking yourself, if that doesn't appeal, then maybe having working five days a week and making as much as possible is the thing that you want. But if you're more like me and most of my clients, then you will see that working three days a week and only actually delivering classes for two days, then having an extra day for whatever, planning, improvement, admin, content and stuff is such a luxurious, patient feeling. It's such a beautiful business. Not to even mention the enjoyment, because when you work less with people, you've got more energy to deliver magical experience for people. When you work one-to-one, I'm not saying that you're not doing your job well, but let's be honest, by Friday, you're already exhausted. So I think that sustainability here, even in that energetic kind of sense, is incomparable to anything else. So I'm a massive fan of running and of running a business where you combine. I actually, that's, that's another thing that I encourage. You can combine one-to-ones with a group program and you can teach both. You can have both. Absolutely. That's doable. And a lot of people do that for a long time because they don't want to completely quit, quit teaching one-to-ones because they just like them. But when you like something and when you do it for, let's say, six, seven, eight hours a week, and you don't feel desperate to teach as much as possible because that's the only way you can make your, your, um, make ends meet, basically. Then it's a completely different energy that you bring into the classroom, that you bring into your business. It's not an energy of fear and scarcity and desperation. It's an energy of, wow, I actually enjoy working like that. And that is absolute pure magic, literally rainbows and butterflies and unicorns. Um, I work in that format as well. I do have a couple of one-to-ones and most of my income comes from my two group programs and um, it's magic. And that's why, because I've noticed uh, it works so well for me, I've then sat and just married the two. I've decided that I need to teach teachers how to build courses, how to build programs that will allow them to live life and to run their business in this way. Because I think everybody deserves to run a business in this way. It's a beautiful, spacious way of running um, a business that allows you for so much more than just worrying about what you're going to post every day and what you're going to like do with, with every student. Also, another thing is that you usually just have a curriculum that you, that you repeat and You can run different courses. Absolutely. I've got a client who actually runs two completely different group programs and they are usually sold out completely because people have got used to the fact that they can come to her for this kind of thing, kind of thing. And it's beautiful. It's absolutely amazing. So I do have a bit of a a step-by-step process when I teach people how to build a business like that around a group program. But there is also tons of freedom. There is also tons of Hey, will that work for you or shall we find a bit of a different solution? So I am extremely proud of that. I'm not going to lie. All that I 
was talking about here. And I teach that in the Rocket Accelerator. So if you ever feel cold to start thinking about your business in that profitable, sustainable, and enjoyable way, uh, it might be just a solution for you. If you want to be an influencer, if you want to have a um, like a massive audience, and if you want to do different things, that's absolutely okay. That's absolutely valid, right? You just probably need a different type of advice. I am really committed to helping teachers who are not willing to take part in popularity contests. I help people who are willing to find their space in a little pond. They're very special fish, but they need to find their space in a little pond rather than in a massive ocean that is way too overwhelming. So I'm not an ocean expert. I'm a pond expert. I like that metaphor. Um, because I think that's, that's what floats the boat. Let's, let's go with all the water metaphors. Floats the boat of people that resonate with my style of running a business. And if that's you as well, I would love to hear from you or see you at some point uh, in the Rocket Accelerator. It's, it's my proudest um, creation. It's the most transformational program I've ever created. And yeah, you get access to the curriculum where I teach you how to build a business around your group program. You also get um, six months of coaching, a fantastic group of people to do it with you. There is no being behind. Everybody does everything at, at their own pace. There is also copy coaching with my lovely friend, Lauren. Uh, there is templates for sales pages, emails, all sorts of stuff. And the process is, it's quite complex, but I break it down into steps. So you will never feel pushed to do things that are uncomfortable. We will work things out so that you can build a business that works for you. And who knows, maybe you, you're even, you'll even start reaching higher, aiming higher. Um, because for now, your goal might be to, oh, I just want to survive. I think there's so much more and this, you deserve so much more. And that's all possible. All righty. Thank you for listening. Let me know what you think about the business model. If you've considered any of the ones that I, um, described, how do you feel about group programs and building a business around them? or building your business around your beautiful life. Um, yeah, reach out to me and let me know. And I'll see you in the next episode. You know what, teacher? I'm so proud of you. If you're listening to this, you are ready for a change. Whether it is to quit hassling for peanuts or working with other people who don't respect you, I know you've got it in you. And my podcast is here to help you do that weekly. To be reminded of new episodes, sign up to my newsletter. It's in the show notes. You'll also receive lots of tips, support, and special offers. I'm committed to supporting you also via my coaching programs and courses. You can work with me in my flagship programs, the Rocket Takeoff or the Rocket Accelerator. The Rocket Takeoff will take you off the one-to-one teaching hamster wheel to more peace and more well-paying students. The Rocket Accelerator will help you finally launch a group class that will be perfect for students that are a joy to work with And so you can leverage your time and do what you love while having space to breathe or read another self-development book. If you're a language school owner, I've got things on offer for you too. Simply go to my website, olakowalska.com to check them out. Finally, 
please share this podcast with your teacher friends, rate it and subscribe. I'm your biggest cheerleader. See you next time.